0: The hashtag payback the money typifies the battle over the powers of the public protector. EFF members in parliament first raised the rallying cry last year.
1: So, the question we're asking is <laughs> when,
0: when are you paying the money? Last year, the Constitutional Court gave the EFF a window to argue its case on the powers of the public protector. The Democratic Alliance, which had a similar case pending in the High Court, also approached the Constitutional Court. The Court will hear both cases this morning. The only difference between the two cases is that where the EFF complains about the failure of President Zuma and Parliament to comply with constitutional obligations directly, the DA's application is framed as a review and legality challenge to the conduct of both Parliament and the President. The EFF latches onto the Public Protector's finding that the President violated the Executive Ethics Code and constitutional obligations to protect the public purse. Both the DA and EFF argue that several investigations that followed the Public Protector's Secure in Comfort report were parallel processes instead of implementing the remedial actions. An investigation by Police Minister Natlin Klekor exonerated the President. The
1: fire pool and swimming pool is a strategic asset useful for fire fighting and therefore is a security feature. Visitor Center has to cater for the President's distinguished guest meetings and local constituency meetings. During such meetings, privacy and confidentiality is necessary. Therefore, the Visitor Center is in this regard a security feature. Accordingly, The state president is therefore not liable to pay for any of these security features.
0: The DA and the EFF want the police minister's report into the Nkandla upgrades set aside as unlawful. But the minister argues that far from undermining the public protector, his report was part of a complementary process. In his constitutional court papers, the minister criticised the public protector's report, saying she did not rely on experts when she concluded that certain installations were not security upgrades. And the Minister contends that the case should have started in the lower courts, and this application is premature. President Zuma, for his part, argues that the Public Protector's remedial powers are not legally binding, but were in any event implemented. A week before the hearing was set to get underway, President Zuma made an offer to settle the matter, proposing a new process to determine his liability, this time to be decided by the Auditor-General and Treasury. Zuma's lawyer, Michael Hulley.
1: There has been no adverse finding made by the public protector that renders the President culpable on any matter. The President has always sought to implement a mechanism which would determine whether there's any amount that he ought to pay in respect of the security features that had been implemented at his residence. He has endeavoured to engage with the Minister of Police. He has allowed the parliamentary process to take its course all of which so that he doesn't sit in judgment over what is in essence his own case.
0: But after the DA and EFF rejected the proposal, the hearing is set to go ahead. The DA is James Self. While it is important that the money gets paid back, it is equally important that important issues of the exact definition of the powers of the public protector is clarified in the Constitutional Court. The Speaker of the National Assembly is also cited as a respondent in both cases. She complains that the DA and EFF are running to the courts to advance a political agenda. She also says that the public protector's powers are not binding on the National Assembly and denies that she failed to make the president account. Anti-corruption NGO Corruption Watch was admitted as a friend of the court. They support arguments that the president failed to implement the public protector's directives. They complain that this strikes a severe blow to the fight against corruption. Corruption Watch's Leanne Govinsamy. As we've seen over many months, the recommendations of the public protector has been ignored on numerous occasions, and we as Corruption Watch are saying that her remedial action must be binding and is enforceable. The public protector is herself a party to the case and is expected to make submissions. Without taking a position on the dispute over hashtag paybackthemoney, the public protector wants the Constitutional Court to affirm her remedial powers. She wants her recommendations to be binding unless there is a review by a court of law. She further argues that her findings cannot simply be ignored or diluted by another state organ. Local and international journalists are expected to converge on the Constitutional Court for the showdown. I'm Candace Nolan in Johannesburg i